Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. We're going to be looking at vulnerability because this is key for you to really understand when it comes to narcissistic or toxic relationships. Vulnerability is something we all experience as human beings. I know that you've probably been through a very difficult time and you probably feel so vulnerable at times to the point where you don't want other people to know how vulnerable you feel. But the truth is, this is something that all human beings experience because we have a body. We have a body which means that we're vulnerable to being hurt physically. You know, we're vulnerable to things like COVID. We saw that as a race, as a human being, we all were vulnerable, no matter where we've come from, which country. We were all the same, no matter how much money you had. It didn't matter where you lived. It didn't matter what education you've got. No one was treated any different. We were all vulnerable at the end of the day to COVID. So look, it's, it's, we have a body, right? So we are vulnerable, but also we have emotions. So we're all emotionally vulnerable as well as human beings. We can all get emotionally hurt by someone. And I know you really do understand that because you have been hurt by someone over and over again, and they don't understand that your emotions matter. They don't understand that you have emotional needs. And maybe after a while, you've started to ignore your emotional needs also. But it doesn't mean that the pain's not there, the emotional pain's not there. It might be that you're just suppressing it or numbing it so that you can move forward. um, And it's your way of staying strong and keeping going. So the truth is we can all connect to being vulnerable or anyone that is vulnerable There's something really incredible about people that are vulnerable that we instantly can connect with. It can be the old, it can be the young, children, babies. We find that, you know, sometimes we can connect instantly to young children or it could be even if you're really into animals that you feel a real connection to, you know, puppies or or, you know, certain types of animals that you just feel instantly connected to. Even women that might be pregnant, you just feel a connection because they have a vulnerability about them. And where there's vulnerability, there's instant connection to another human being. It's fundamental. We all have this need for connection. I know apart from the narcissist, right? But even they need other people because they need supply, but we'll come back to them. So if we look at most people, we all connect to the vulnerable. 
we have charities you know in place where we want to protect the vulnerable if we find there's been disasters in the world we all want to you know support the areas that have, you know that might have gone through some sort of natural disaster if there's an earthquake or whatever it might be we want to protect we want to there's an instant want to protect people so as i said apart from a narcissist and we'll really look at that but let's look at how we connect to people even that have status or position or achievement because we're all looking to achieve we want success but the truth is we don't always connect to people that have success we might respect them we might um you know Uh, be jealous of them you know there's lots of different ways people react to people that have success or achievement or position or status however usually if they have overcome adversity you know where they have been incredibly vulnerable at some point we instantly connect to their story we deeply connect and we can actually find it very inspirational. And that's why most stories or movies or books, they always have a character that has to overcome adversity because we can all connect to a character on a very, very deep level if we can experience or empathize with their vulnerability. Yeah. Now, you might be thinking, why is she going on about this? And I'll explain to you in a moment why this is so relevant for you, if you can really get this. Hopefully, you can see now that all human beings, as human beings, we deeply, deeply connect through vulnerability. So now let's look at narcissism. What happens with narcissists is that either on a subconscious level or a conscious level, they are aware that as human beings, we all connect through vulnerability and they are always on the lookout for our weaknesses. I mean, they're constantly looking for weaknesses in other people. Now they're doing it so that they can actually get supply. They can make you feel bad about yourself so that they can see that you are more vulnerable than they are and that makes them feel better yeah it's more it's not like how you connect with vulnerability you know where you empathize with another human being if you deeply connect with somebody's vulnerability you might empathize whereas a narcissist or the narcissist will actually they want to know your weaknesses um so that they can connect with you and have this deep connection and it's something that you probably did experience in the love bombing phase where they were so open and so understanding and they were you know listening to you and trying to understand everything that you've been through as if they really were on your side so that they could have a really strong connection with you and it was formed really fast Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that if you've followed me so far, you'll understand that if you go into another relationship where there's a, they want to know your whole story and they want to connect with you and your vulnerability and they want you to connect with them and their vulnerability, it's moving too fast and there's a good chance 
that there's a lot of red flags going on. They are trying to push it too fast and they're trying to connect with you um, through your vulnerability fast. So there's a fast bond created so that then maybe they can manipulate you and control you at a later stage. So that's just something to bear in mind. Something that you shared in the love bombing phase was real intimacy and vulnerability. Now, there is a really big fat but. (laughs) But if you notice something, what happens in the relationship is that you continue to feel really vulnerable around them in the relationship. You never know what to expect. You never know what they're going to do. You feel this deep vulnerability all the time throughout the relationship. And the more vulnerable you start to feel and the more cycles you go through where you're feeling more and more vulnerable by what they've done, the deeper the connection. Can you understand now why it's so hard to let go and why it's so easy to stay in the relationship even if you know logically this is so bad, the abuse is wrong. But the more they abuse you, the more vulnerable you feel, the more deeply connected you feel because you felt so vulnerable with them and you feel this deep connection because of your vulnerability even when they're abusing you. I hope this is making sense. So remember, they show their vulnerable side as well during the hoovering phase. This is when they're trying to say that they're really sorry. They you know, want to bring you back into their life. They've done something. You might be walking away. You might think, no, this is not something. And then they try and make out that they know that what they've done is wrong. And they're brilliant at this, you know. So they're trying to pull you back in and they then show you their vulnerability and hence why you end up staying. There's another deep connection there. Now, the other thing that you have to remember is with narcissists, they are always blaming you, right? They're constantly blaming you. Everything is your fault. You know, even when they're abusing you, they're blaming you. They could be saying something like, oh, it's your fault. You made me shout at you. If you didn't do this, I wouldn't be shouting at you now. So they're always the victim. They're always the vulnerable one in the relationship. Whilst you're feeling vulnerable, they're telling you that they are feeling vulnerable. Even if they're not feeling vulnerable or not, I don't know you know, but the fact is that they're giving you that persona that they're the vulnerable one. Hence why the connection deepens even whilst they're doing that as well. Something to be aware of that, you know, you really, that's why it's so important to, you know, grey rock. That's why it's so important to, you know, try and distance yourself from them because they're constantly trying lots of different techniques to try and make you feel guilty, to try and blame you and shame you. Now, the reason why they're doing this is because they aren't able to connect with their own vulnerability. That's the difference between you and a narcissist, is that you have the ability to go into therapy, you have the ability to self-reflect, you're self-aware enough that you can look within and think, you know what, I feel really guilty about this or I feel really bad about something that I did. 
And then you can go away and apologize to someone and say, you know, I've been thinking and I feel really bad about this and I'm really sorry and you change your behavior moving forward. However, with a narcissist, it's very different. They don't have the ability to self-reflect and become self-aware. They actually project. They're projecting their shame and their guilt onto you and blaming you all the time. So hence, with them, when they're, connect, when they're sensing their vulnerability, their first thing is either to go rage or project or, you know, do lots of different techniques so that they can avoid ever feeling vulnerable. They want you to feel more vulnerable than they feel always because that is what gives them supply. That is what makes them feel better about themselves because they can't connect and apologize for what they've done. They can't, you know, say if they've done something wrong, they can't just come out and say, you know what, I know what I did was wrong. I feel really guilty about it. I'm really sorry that I did what I did. They can't actually totally connect with those emotions. They can say the words, but they don't mean it. They're just saying it so that you stay, so that they can continue to put their shame and their guilt on top of you. They don't actually connect with their own shame and guilt. They're just projecting all the time. So, you know, that's something that's really important for you to bear in mind is that they don't have that ability. You can probably see that they are vulnerable and that they are, you know, um, someone that needs support and someone that needs help, but they don't see that. They can't connect with that and they don't want to connect with that because that's too painful for them. Just like it's painful for you as well, um, but it's more painful for them. They, they've just got, they can't seem to connect with that, their own vulnerability and shame. Now, if they could, if life would be a lot easier. We wouldn't have this podcast that you'd be listening to. You know, they'd just be able to apologize and you'd probably have a decent relationship, hopefully, with a person. But unfortunately, they can't connect and they can't cope with anything, you know, any glimmer of like, oh, actually, they've done something wrong. They can't actually acknowledge that and um, they have to push it onto you. Hence why the relationship makes you so sick because you are not only carrying their shame and guilt because they're projecting it onto you and throwing it onto you, you're also carrying your own. And mo- most of the time, if you've been or are in a toxic relationship, you've probably got some trauma from the past, from maybe previous relationships, maybe growing up, maybe through work, maybe from school. Um, peers, maybe you were bullied, I don't know. But there will be some trauma there. And, you know, because you have some of that trauma, you're more likely to accept their their projection or uh, allow them to, you connect with their vulnerability on a deep level and you empathize with them. And that's where that connection was made. Whereas the truth is, the narcissist understands empathy to to a degree. They know how to use empathy to get what they want. They know how to, but they don't really empathize with your feelings, your emotions. They're not interested. They're only interested in how they can make themselves feel better all the time. Because the truth is, they need supply like we need oxygen. They just need it all the time. So it's not something personal but it is an issue and they make people sick being around them. You know, you are 
basically someone that they can just lash out on and make you feel bad so that they can feel better. The thing is, it's, uh, and this is why that, you know, narcissists can't get support and help and, and connect with their shame and guilt and, and release it. Whereas you can, you can actually release this heavy burden of shame and guilt and you can connect with your vulnerability and connect with other people so that you can create relationships with other people that are stronger. Now, this is really important. This is a really, really important point. Imagine there's two dials where, you know, like you see volumes, um, you know, two dials when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, the relationship with the narcissist in terms of vulnerability and how you feel sort of increases. So the dial increases. But as that dial increases, the vulnerability that you feel around other people or with other people decreases. This is why, you know, we go into isolation. And the reason why we do that is because we feel so much shame and guilt that we're allowing someone to treat us so badly. Usually, you know, we're pretty decent people and you might be super successful in your work life or you're respected by people because you do good things in the world. You're a good person. And because you're a good person, you're respected. But you don't want other people to know. You don't want other people to know how disrespectful this person is to you in your own home. And there's a part of you that thinks people won't even believe me how badly this person treats me. If they knew, they'd be wondering, why on earth are you with this person? And, you know, for someone like you, who's probably highly respected and loved by so many and cared for by so many, it's really hard to actually open up and tell someone, all these people, that actually there's this person that is treating you so bad. So what tends to happen is that your vulnerability in front of the people that truly love you decreases. You stop opening up to them. You stop telling them how you really feel. You stop being vulnerable with those people. And the, the person that you become more vulnerable with is a narcissist. Hence, the connection with the narcissist goes stronger and the disconnection with your friends and the people that are there for you and that can truly help you diminishes and goes weaker or less so. So part of the healing process is actually looking to see who can you talk to, who can you open up to that you can actually be vulnerable with and ideally, it really should be with a trauma-informed therapist. And I say that because lots of people won't understand what you've been through. And that could actually make you feel even more ashamed or might trigger your guilt and shame. And that can actually really hurt that people don't really genuinely understand. It's like you're talking in Spanish and someone else is talking in a different language like Chinese. It's like you're trying to talk to each other but there's very little understanding in, in terms of communication because they don't truly understand what you've been through. And sometimes friends that you thought were really good friends can, you know, really hurt because you think, 
I thought they understood everything I've been through. And then you suddenly wake up and realize they don't really get it. And it can really hurt, you know, and really trigger you because you felt like this person understood you and that you could be vulnerable with them and that they really held you and got you. That's why you need to be with people that truly understand what you've gone through. Um, truly understand toxic relationships so that you can get the healing that you need where you can be vulnerable and actually deeply connect with other people so that you can move away from being in a toxic relationship and feeling vulnerable around a toxic relationship and relearn how to be vulnerable and connected in a deep way with people that you're safe around that truly understand you and can be there for you and If you are interested in healing and you really want to heal in 2023, you want it to be your year, you want your life to be different, you want it to be unrecognizable from what it is right now, then you truly do need to, you know, um, go into my resources and download the masterclass. Um, It's, it will really help you understand what's going on in terms of your trauma and how you can heal it and take the steps to heal it. And if you are a good fit for my Heal to Thrive program, I can share with you um, how that program works and um, you can join the program to actually get deep healing and join in with some of these absolutely incredible, courageous, loving women who are deeply trying to heal themselves and I'm also trialing out um, a program for men as well so if you are interested in trialing out a program for men please do get in touch with me and I wish you so much love because honestly love is the greatest healer and we have to be vulnerable we have to open our hearts up and allow love in again Because that is the way to heal, not by yourself, not trying to understand what self-love is by yourself, but actually allowing love through, you know, connecting with real people, actually allowing the love to come in and helping you understand how amazing it is when you can actually start being vulnerable again with people and being real with people. So that you can get back to your authentic self and deeply connect with other beings, other human beings that will be there for you. Rather than deeply connecting with a narcissist who isn't there for you. Sending you so much love as always because love is the greatest healer. Till next time.